0: Every creative has their own voice. It's powerful, it's unique, and it's yours because you found it. This is a podcast for creatives to be themselves. Now, let's be honest. Sometimes we can't hear our own voice because the voices of others seem louder than ours. This is a safe space where you can be the voice. I am your host, Michelle Unveiled, and I wanna thank you for tuning in to Be The Voice. We are kicking off season two with the OPP series. That's right, Other People's podcasts. Now, there are so many amazing podcasts out there. But for five weeks, I want to share with the listeners what's on my playlist. So let's get to it. You may have seen her as a featured actress on Saturday Night Live, national TV commercials, off-Broadway shows, a runway model for hair and makeup on the television show, American Beauty Star, or somewhere out here in these entertainment streets. It is my pleasure to introduce Miss Blair Tate. Episode 30, Highly Melanated, Part Two. Hello, hello, Blair. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing wonderful. I am so excited to have you on the show today. I've heard so many good things about
1: you. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, thank you so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it.
0: Yes, yes. So last week I had the pleasure of interviewing uh, Chris, your co-host for Highly yes. Melanated Podcast.
1: Chris, and so, The Red, Mr. Acting Regents.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And so I'm kind of uh, excited to talk with you without Chris, because now I got to get the other side of the story. <laughs> okay. Oh, just kidding, just kidding. But no. But uh, it, was, it was a fun interview, though. We really had a good time. Um, he came on for the OPP series, which is Other People's Podcast. And for the whole month of November, I've been interviewing other podcast hosts who just are doing the
1: thing and that are actually on my playlist. So, oh, wow. <laughs> you, so know, you know, we- when you were saying that and when Chris said that, I just thought that it was like so interesting because even now as we're starting to do this, I'm like, wow, like this is so interesting because we have guests on our show from time to time, but I don't know if I've ever been like a podcast guest before. So it's so interesting being on the uh, the other side of the mic, so to say. right. <laughs> Someone else said that
0: too. And it's, it's pretty funny because, you know, she never really interacted with any of her listeners, like, I guess, uh, maybe just online, but not having like an actual conversation. Mm -hmm. So it was really interesting to get some live feedback and just, have some laughs and talks about some of the episodes. So it's, it's been a fun series; like it's yeah. really been fun. I'm, I'm kind of getting a little sad because it's over. Oh no! Well, you'll have to make it like an annual thing then. You you know what? That is that's a perfect idea.
1: Yeah. So that's like a it'll be fun idea. for like your your listeners to know that like you know, um, whatever my, if it's November or whatever it is, like oh that's the, that's the opportunity to you know get to hear her interview with other podcast hosts and then you know it's it, we're we're all in this world of just trying to make things mutually beneficial for everybody so you know our podcast gets a little love your podcast gets a little love you yeah. here winning you know what and then
0: i can even play some of the the clips from the previous year's episodes and kind of, you know, check in with some of the guests. And I think that's a great idea, Blair. Girl, I appreciate you just you created that. yourself a whole new franchise. Listen, I'm telling you, so that's what this show is all about. I tell you, making those connections and... Here, you know, it's all about the creatives being able to really just step inside their passion. So we don't use the word aspiring actor, aspiring model. No, you are an actor. You are a model, you know. And so it's just amazing to follow creatives on their journey. And so podcasting actually falls into that. It's very creative. It's a great way for you know, you to express yourself. And so you never know who might come through <laughs> on the Be right. the Boy show. That is right. Speaking of which, I am, you know, so blessed to have you here because yes, I did some homework and you doing the thing yourself. <laughs> so I want you to share with the listeners a little bit about your creative journey. I see that you're an actress, a model. I mean, you're just got a whole lot going on. So please do share
1: yeah well thank you so much i appreciate that um yeah i'm just i'm just out here just trying to you know run the whole gamut in the entertainment industry um my first and you know most uh true love is always been acting i've been acting since i was old enough to talk um most of my background is in stage theater but Ever since moving out here to New York, I've definitely gotten more into film, television, and commercial acting, and so that's been like such a blessing and just so amazing, and I love it so much. Um, and then the modeling thing has definitely really, really like picked up over the last couple of years. Um, I first got the idea. It's so funny. I first got the idea in my head for modeling when I was in high school, when a friend of mine asked me to go with her to this open call, she wanted to go and she was afraid to go by herself. And she's like, will you go with me? And I was like, yeah, sure. So we went and, um, they ended up inviting me to come to like the, the, the second round, you know, um, I'm sure you're probably familiar with how like these, like, um, cattle call uh, kind of um, mm-hmm. um things just kind of go so it was back when I was in high school I was living in the midwest and so um that's where I first kind of got the idea for modeling but I didn't really do anything with it because you know I was in high school I at that at that point it was going to be a decision for me to you know either you know you can continue to do sports and, um, theater, or if you're going to do the acting thing, you won't have time for sports or theater. And I was definitely like into my after-school activities. Like I did basketball in the fall and I did theater in the spring. So I didn't really want to, um, get out of that, um, that tradition, what I was doing. So it wasn't until, Um, I got a little older, um, like my early 20s that I started modeling. I signed with my first agency and then just started like doing stuff like here and there. And then after working with that agency, I actually got like my first commercial job that made me SAG eligible um, and then, yeah, ever since like living out here in New York, all of that has like really picked up too. i the, with a really great agency right now that really gets me and really supports me. And, um, that itself has definitely been a journey because in the modeling industry, um, there's a lot of, uh, basically everything and nothing you've ever heard about the industry is true so right (laughs) at some point like you've heard something about the industry and it definitely was true at one point and maybe might not be true anymore and it's all very cyclical but the biggest issue i always had with being in the in in the modeling industry is that i've always been between sizes Oh my gosh. You must
0: be like reading my thoughts because I I wanted to talk about that and address that, but go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh no. Yes, please. (laughs) Let's, let's get into it, girl. Cause I almost started a whole podcast just on this topic.
0: So yes. So let me tell you. So back in May, I was asked to do a fashion show for a plus size bridal boutique and Mm -hmm. it was so amazing. I mean, I, I did like a kind of like a modeling troupe in high school. But well, gosh, that was 20 years ago. Okay, so not
1: that's a- not been something. don't leave you. You know what it is.
0: Right, right. And so, but there was this freedom that I felt. I, I just had so much fun with the uh, fashion show and we had a shoot and it was just amazing working with the other models. And I was like, wait a minute. Um, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm a size 12 mm-hmm. and you know and it's kind of i guess annoying to some models that are in you know maybe 22 and up because when you say plus size they look at you and say well you're not plus size well according to you know
1: industry (laughs) yes
0: according to the industry you are considered plus size if you're 12 14 16 Mm -hmm. you know and it's just really in how you I mean, I, I call it curves, curves yes. for that. And that's,
1: and that's <laughs> what it is. Like straight size, you know, is generally considered like 0 to 6. And then plus size is considered um, 14 and up. So the in-betweens, um, size 8, 10, 12, you know, that's what typically or used to be referred to as um, as curve you know but now like curve means like so many different things like curve on to some agencies can refer to um their their lingerie or like um swimsuit models like that's like their their curve division or curve could be um anybody who is generally outside of like that straight size you know area so Mm -hmm. it's always kind of hard um because there's definitely plenty of agencies that cater to like straight size girls and now more than ever there are agencies that you know that really know how to cater to and promote um plus size girls and I just feel like you know sometimes us because I'm, I'm also a size 12 like a 10 12 so you know us in-betweens kind of get um lost in the mix and yeah that's how it always was for me and i just always wonder like because my first agent always told me they were like well you know we love you and we can work with you and that's great um but you know if you really 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 want to get work like regular regular work you got to either lose weight or gain weight so that you can fit into one of these other divisions. Cause that's mm-hmm. t- when well, I really the <laughs> <gain> weight, <laughs> well, okay, that's cause what I love like, my curves. Like, okay. Girl, just gain weight. I was like, Ooh, child, look. So, <laughs> um, the, so it was always very interesting to me, like how this dynamic even like came into play. And so I did like so much like research on it to like really understand like why the industry is this way. Basically what I ended up finding out was the 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 middle like us in between size 8 10 12 they most brands don't have issues selling to those women because they're going to buy clothes regardless like it's very easy for like a size like 8 10 12 girl to go out and buy clothes because there's an abundance of it in their size and they don't need to be like specially marketed to more or less and so that's why there's more emphasis put on what is um, known as plus size and what's known as straight size. Because those are like the the target audiences that they're trying to like increase sales in. So I was like, oh, well, mm. from that perspective, it makes sense. It does. But at the same time, a lot of the argument that really kind of got the um, the plus size industry um to the platform that it's on today, or one of the arguments that got it to the platform is at today is, you know, representation. Representation yeah. matters. Like, you know, a size 22 girl wants to be able to open, you know, a catalog and see what the clothes are gonna look like on somebody her size. And we want the same thing as in between yes. girls. <laughs> Like, I want to be like, cause you know, like, you know, like we can open up a catalog and pretty much have an understanding of what it's probably going to look like on us. But there's a difference between that and like legit, like seeing it and being like, okay, I know what this is going to look like, you know, on a size 12 girl, on a size 10 girl, you know, kind of thing. So, right. That is so true.
0: Such, such an interesting perspective. I'm glad that you shared that. And you are drop dead gorgeous, by the way. I mean, wow, I love looking through your photos. I love what you're doing. And so, when I was looking at your photos, I happened to see a calendar with a project that you have coming up in February. Um, What was it? There was a play that was, I think, there were some tickets for sale. I can't even find it now. Are you? Do you have a play or something coming up? Um,
1: not coming up. There might be a couple of things that. Um, so I'm in a, an improv theater group, um, or a, it's a sketch comedy um, theater group, and we have a residency at the Players Theater um, in the West Village, and we do shows there once a month. So uh, we just did our, now that we're, you know, back in person doing shows, finally, praise the Lord. Uh, we just did a show a couple weeks ago. We're not going to do a show for December because it's kind of crazy with the holidays, but then we'll be back with um, our show in January and then February and then so on and so forth. So yeah, I usually leave like the link for those tickets like in my bio because oh, if people, Okay purchase tickets through uh, my link and use my code, then they can get half off of the ticket price.
0: Nice. Nice. I love it. Well, you know, I knew there was something special about you. You didn't mention that you were a Midwest gal. Yes. And so am I. Yes. Where are you from? <laughs> I am from Gary, Indiana, home okay, of Michael Jackson. On,
1: Indiana. I'm from Ypsilanti, Michigan. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Yes. I love it. I love it. So, so how did you meet Chris? So tell me about what's it like working with, you have, you're the only female on the show. So tell now me a little I bit am, about this yeah. energy on the show.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, now I am the only female on the show. Uh, when we first started Highly Melanated, it's very interesting. Or um, well, at least it's interesting to me. We'll see if it's interesting to the audience. <laughs> um, so I first met PJ, um, who's kind of the, the, he's the, you know, the, the creator of the show, the producer of the show. Um, I met him because he and I were working, um, together on a web series. And at the time I was in the process of developing my own podcast that, um, was on the topic of celibacy and abstinence. And just through, um, Uh, overhearing him having a conversation with somebody else. I heard him talking about the same thing. And I had been in the process of trying to develop this podcast for a while because I had tried to like discuss that topic on different platforms, but nothing ever really seemed to, to feel right. And then finally I decided that I wanted to do it as a podcast, but I didn't want to do it by myself. I wanted to have a co-host with me so that way there could be multiple perspectives on the topic Mm -hmm. um, brought to the table. And then when I heard that he had an interest in that topic as well, um, I approached him about doing this podcast with me. So I've been working with him on developing um, willing and waiting, which is the name of that podcast. Go check it out if you guys want to. Um, Definitely willing and <laughs> waiting. That's that sound.
0: It, that caught
1: me already. <laughs> yeah. So it's basically a podcast about like um, my whole thing was there were so many different um, discussions out there about why people should practice abstinence and why people should practice celibacy, but I didn't feel like there was enough of a conversation out there on how to actually do it. Like how to, you know, like not give in to that temptation, how to keep yourself in check, how to regulate, you know, how to date if you're abstinent, all that kind of stuff. So that's what that podcast was about. And through the process of me developing that podcast with PJ, he actually brought up to me that he was in the process of developing a podcast himself with um, two other people. And his vision for it was for it to be four people. Um, And I think that they had kind of auditioned like somebody else to be part of the podcast, but it didn't really work. And he ended up just asking me, he's like, Hey, you know, um, I'm about to head over um, to record this podcast with my friends. I'd love it if you kind of come with us and maybe be a part of it. And that's when I met um, Chris and Yoshida. So it was the four of us at the time that were that kind of birthed highly melanated and it was just so it was just so beautiful because after we recorded that first episode they all just kept saying like how well it just kind of fit how I was just kind of like the last piece of the puzzle that they had been missing and everything really just kind of came together um and so that's how uh highly melanated started and then um earlier um part way through last year. um, Yoshida ended up leaving the podcast um, for, um, you know, personal reasons. She had a lot of other things on her plate and things that she wanted to pursue and just, you know, the time and availability and all that stuff wasn't really working out anymore. So then it just became the three of us, me, uh, Chris and PJ. And we've been doing it, the three of us ever since. Wow, that's,
0: that's nice. And I love the You all have such a different personality, but you all just kind of balance each other out. (laughs) Yeah. Because Chris is, he's a comedian. So how how is it
1: working with the comedian? Do you have to reel him in a lot? How how does that work? Well, the thing that's funny is that like all of us are just like very like, when we get on, like we have like our prep calls and then we have like um, the calls where we actually like are recording the podcast and we, you know, just kind of like, kiki and haha you know at the beginning of it like it's it's all very like we we really feed off of each other and we feed off of each other's energy and just kind of like shoot that back at one another and so he's always bringing something hilarious to the table and so like we'll take that and like add on top of it and like throw it back out there so sometimes it takes a while for us to kind of rein ourselves in and get back on topic because we're just bouncing off of each other but he brings such a such a unique like comedic aspect to the whole thing it's just he's I love him so much oh I love
0: it I love it so I told you I wanted to play a little game this would have been a little bit more interesting if PJ was on the show but I know I'm I out to that
1: because I feel like he would have smoked me because he definitely does know uh Chris better than I do like personally so <laughs> really I would do my best my best <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness. Well, I just have a few questions. Okay. So who's more likely to say something just completely inappropriate and just unexpected? Ooh, of the,
1: of the, of the three of us or the two
0: of us? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess to make it fair, let's just say out of Chris and PJ.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. Out of Chris or PJ, definitely PJ. (laughs) Definitely PJ. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So who's
0: more likely to get really emotional to the to the point of tears? Oh wow. Um well <laughs> is that you
1: <laughs> I, probably. Probably. Especially with like a lot of the stuff that like were Chris and I are both kind of dealing with some similar situations right now. So look, sometimes like if I'm, if, if my services are right at the top, I will, I will drop a tear so quick and then try, it'll be a thug tear. Okay. It's a thug tear. A thug tear. How, that is hilarious. (laughs) You know, maybe I might drop a tear or two. Right. Right. Be the first one. To get it happening but then you know we're all very sensitive creatures so the, the two of them might just fall right in line with me but yeah I'm, I'm definitely probably the one to to start it off
0: <laughs> awesome well you know I always wonder what it would be like to have I guess more than one co-host I mean that's That's a lot sometimes it seems, (laughs) you know, I just, because you got two different schedules you're trying to work with and there might be topics that you may not always agree on. So Mm -hmm. I guess who would be more likely to, I don't want to call it an argument, but who, who, would be more likely to, I guess, be debative or just like, you know, the problem who's the problem child in the group (laughs) who's
1: the problem child um i i'll say this i'll say this i think that and and this is the whole premise of the highly melanated podcast is that each one of us you know can the whole the whole thing with highly melanated is each one of us brings a different perspective to the table And that's what we wanted was to be able to have a conversation about, you know, important topics or, you know, um, popular topics or whatever it is, but we each come from, you know, different upbringings and we've each had different experiences so that we can each kind of speak to a different perspective on the topic. And that's really like the whole, uh, premise behind highly melanated is that we all had, um, Different childhood upbringings which help helped us form the way that we think, but we all are the same in the sense that we had some type of melanated experience, more or less. So I say all that to say, um, I don't think I, I won't I won't say that there's a problem child among us, but we all are very opinionated and some of us are a little less tactful in how we (laughs) how we uh, (laughs) voice that opinion (laughs) right some of us are are a little more um, sensitive to the opinions of others right off the bat and I'm I'm just going to leave it at that right right
0: well you know I mean I guess you can't just always agree because then there wouldn't quite be a good, interesting discussion,
1: would it? And, and we don't want to always agree because we want to be able to, you know, not only remind ourselves, but also remind our our listeners that, you know, there are people out there that have different opinions than you do. And that doesn't mean that their their opinions are wrong, but it's a reminder to be able to listen to other people and get an understanding for where where they're coming from. You might not necessarily agree with them, but you have to respect that they have a, a different opinion on whatever the topic is.
0: Right, right, definitely. And so I think he mentioned something about Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, do share.
1: Yeah, so Saturday Night Live is definitely one of my most, um, cherished, um, acting experiences. So I've been working on the show for the last oh, three, almost four years now. Wow. Um, How it's, awesome it's, is that? Thank you. It's definitely like definitely a highlight in my, in my, in my demo reel for me. Um, I started off working on the show because they actually reached out to me because they needed somebody to come and stand in for one of the digital shorts that they were filming. And um, they found me on one of my um, actor profiles. Actually, they found me on backstage back when I was still using backstage. Um, They found me on backstage, reached out to me. And at first I was just kind of like, is this this a scam? Is this really Saturday Night Live reaching out to me? Mm, I'm questioning it. But it was, and I went, and it was great. And then at that point, from there on, I started working on the show pretty much every weekend. Um, and I've got, I I've, I've work as like a, a background or a um, stand-in on the show. But I have been very fortunate and very blessed that I've gotten to do a lot of the um, the featured background stuff on that show. And a couple of like uh, under five credits on the show, which is just Amazing! So wow, um,
0: then that is amazing. Yeah, and I love how you said, "Well, when I used to use backstage, okay, because we are booked and busy." Okay, (laughs) (laughs) I heard that. I heard that Blair.
1: (laughs) I definitely still have my backstage account. Okay, because you never know what comes through on there. Sometimes you know little gems (laughs) you coming through on there, and I think probably the main reason why I keep it active is because you know that's how SNL found me so who knows who who else might find me you know through that platform so I'm wow not mad, that it backstage out here keeping people uh booked and busy just like oh, you said oh yes
0: oh yes there there it's it can be a gold mine if you if you just take the time and look <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly put your profile together get a real gun, exactly. you know. together put a reel on there put your you resume know. on
0: there okay hey 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 so wow so I definitely want you to share with the listeners just um, how we
1: can follow you on this journey Um, are you you're on IG yeah definitely um, you can follow me on Instagram my Instagram handle is JBTDUB again that's JBTDUB JBTDUB for those who know um and then um i have it's so funny when i used to work a regular um nine to five and then when i left the the corporate world to kind of pursue um acting and modeling uh full-time the woman who used to be my secretary she actually started a fan club page for me on facebook and still runs it to this day. So, Get out. I yeah, love it. she's just, I always loved her. She was always the sweetest person. So if you'd like to just kind of see like um, some highlight reel, stuff that's going on, um, you can follow my fan club page on Facebook. It's just called Blair Tate Fan Club page. Um, and yeah, if you, those are probably the two main places where um, things are posted for me. So definitely hit me up on Instagram. I love interacting with people. I love talking to people. So definitely, you know, send me a message or comment on my post or something. I'll definitely make sure to get back to you guys.
0: Nice. Nice. And then also, um, highly melanated you're on all the podcast platforms, right? Yes, we are. We're at all of them. You can find us everywhere. And can you share with the listeners, um, your, your, uh, your schedule? Is it a uh, weekly or daily?
1: Yeah. So I d- in a perfect world, <laughs> <laughs> um, our podcast comes out every Thursday um we you know life has been lifing as i like to say if you listen to our podcast you'll you'll hear me say that a lot life has been lifing so yeah and as you mentioned before michelle it's kind of hard with you know uh, multiple people trying to get schedules together and all of that so sometimes we're not always perfect with the thursday drops but y'all we doing our best okay you know, support us because we out here just trying to do our best.
0: Hey, and that's what we doing. You know, the OPP series don't stop now. We want to encourage all the listeners to support other people's podcasts because this is, you know, we this is, our our baby yes yes we we do this is a this is a this is like a labor of love you know we we do this because we want to share great stories we want to connect with wonderful people and we want to make a huge impact and so I encourage the listeners to definitely follow highly melanated and go back listen to some of the old episodes you don't have to just start from the most recent one let's just connect and collab and stay connected
1: Yes, absolutely. That would be so great. And I just, again, I want to say thank you so much to you, Michelle, for even putting this together because it, it's it's so refreshing to be able to um, do a podcast on this kind of like platform, like I said, to be the one sitting in the seat, in the hot seat. <laughs> in the hot seat, <laughs> But um, I love what you're doing. I love the fact that you're out here, you know, um, promoting yourself and more so promoting other people and other the podcasts that other people have. I think that that's just such a wonderful way to show support. And, you know, a lot of times, like people will say, like, oh, support, 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 but they're not really like putting any action or intention behind it. So just thank you for what you're doing and just kind of like making good on your word to show that you are actually out here really supporting other people so thank you so much oh that means a lot
0: thank you thank you and I am definitely going to continue to follow you on this journey and just and I'll probably be checking in on some modeling opportunities too yes girl yes
1: <laughs> now That's I'm definitely. in Austin Texas
0: but you know yeah
1: hey. <laughs> Well, Dev, I'll just leave you with this one last thing. So, in the works right now, um, I am actually in the process of putting together a TV pilot that is, you know, written and directed and produced by me. So, um, it's very, it's very exciting for me. We're hoping that. Um, We don't have all the details worked out yet. My cousin and I actually have been working on this pilot script for literally the last three years. And um, it's to the point now where we feel like we have an amazing product and we plan on um, filming the pilot next year and then pitching it to different networks like Hulu and uh, Netflix and Amazon and and all of that. And I think that it's definitely something that... um, viewers and listeners are going to love. Essentially oh, yeah. I kind of feel like this is the 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 cuz I know um I don't want to compare it to like any other show, but I think that with a lot of the shows that are ending right now, um series that are ending, I think that this show is definitely going to uh fill a void. So. Oh
0: yeah. That's I'm you know, I'm happy that you you mentioned this. It's amazing what comes out <laughs> during an interview, but month of December I am having a film series and I have already started yeah I've already started interviewing um, film directors and um, just screenwriters and uh, yesterday I interviewed a film composer and so you never know I've been making some really great connections so you never know you might need some help
1: I'm we can help each other because the thing that I'm learning, um, and it's 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 a journey for me too, because I'm so used to being in front of the camera that this is gonna be like my first experience um or my first real experience being on both sides of the camera. So being behind mm-hmm. the camera and then also being in front of it. And so there's a lot that I still have to learn, and I am definitely looking for people who are in the know to help me along. So we will definitely have to talk about that.
0: Yes. I already have the perfect person for you. Definitely. Um, Yeah. It's, it's going to be nice. I think you'll enjoy the film series. I'll have to keep you plugged into that. Please do. (laughs) All right now. Well, until next time, Blair, take care. Thank you so much.
1: it is but i just love being black BJ here what up doe it's your girl blair you know not melanin was popping yesterday it's popping today and it it's showing enough gonna be popping tomorrow it's your boy red and you're listening to the highly melanated podcast of highly melanated podcasts the safe space where we respect people's boundaries pj doesn't like it
0: when you touch him without asking and i can follow up with a good one behind that red i don't like you in my space with your stank ass breath just stank just stanky lagging it up but it's not a leg it's the tongue red not
1: a stanky tongue that's terrible is there a dance that? but that's how yeah. what you know like there's a stanky leg dance is there a stanky stinky tongue dance it, I'm, okay. i guarantee
0: They're that it's similar is, yeah it's 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 pretty bad thanks for tuning in don't forget to follow me on apple podcast and spotify and remember you are the voice